0: I just wanted to um, uh, take a few minutes to, um, I don't even know if it's useful or not, but uh, that's what we had planned together. J- just take a, a few minutes to name some uh, aspects of um, uh, the, the practice of meditation that uh, I saw were really, really alive in what we were doing. So highlighting uh, some uh, some aspects here and you'll see if uh, it's, uh, it's a, a good contribution or not? to. Or maybe first I want to say uh, it, it's, uh, it's co- a complete success for me because when I uh, came to sat here and my my group, the group <laughs> I belong to, started to do the exercise, I could see that uh, 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 you know I was aware of being part of a group and like there was no way I could not be in that group, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it, I was in that group sitting here, aware that uh, they were there, and um, um, yes, a kind of being the out, outside the witness was also absolutely a way to participate. Uh, it was that's how it was felt, you know, that there was So I don't know how you felt as a, a looker, but there was also like, a, um, and it's, it seemed an impact. You know, I was aware that the time before we were doing it, everybody was participating and suddenly there was a few people watching people participating. And this was also, uh, it seemed changing uh, what was going on in the room. I don't know if some of you felt that some were uh, witnessing, but uh, anyway, I was really aware of my social uh, space, you know, that that I was uh, using or in. I was uh, interested in somebody in the the group, uh, when we had the conversation, was uh, mentioning that, um, I think it's okay to bring this here in an anonymous way, but one person was reporting that there was something going on at home that was taking a lot of the space in their experience as they're here, except while doing the exercise in movement, then it would disappear. and that was making me think of a, a, a teaching of the buddha around um, the image that is used is of um, a bottle and the, um, an empty bottle the buddha's in this analogy saying when the bottle is uh, empty you can put anything in it and in the same way when there's not an awareness of the body uh, uh, then it's like an empty bottle you can put anything in so if i'm um, not aware of um, being here in the room, of s- sounds, of us sitting, of breathing, then there's a kind of a gap that can be filled by anything. And mm. and uh, f- easily for human beings, it's filled with worry, projection, uh, anticipation. Uh, you know, I'll depart. Uh, what about the rest of my life, you know? And so... Uh, Anyway, to me, that was a, it seemed like a description of this saying. I was so here that I could not create another world. There was no space to create another world, to inhabit the world where there's this thing happening over there. I was fully uh, in this experience happening here. Anyway, for me, that's an interesting point that I want to keep checking in my life. When uh, is the door wide open? For me to get entranced and fascinated by other worlds, you know, be born basically, in other words, that are not here right now, and uh, in my delusion, uh, not be aware that it's a construction, but be uh, caught uh, reborn in these worlds. So just one thing that I saw another thing that uh, was reporting and reported in the group is um, Somebody was describing, um, so they, the fact, reporting on fact and how it was felt. So fact is, somebody said I sat kind of in the, I sat there during the exercise and it felt to me, it was perceived as I'm kind of taking a break. Um, I'll put it in my words, paraphrase maybe, but I'm uh, kind of out of the deal for a few moments, taking a pause. And so somebody else described, oh, when the fact, when you actually sat, it felt like you were at the center of everything that was happening at that moment. And, and when I heard this, it, um, the image that came to me was an image that the Buddha used of perception as a mirage, the kind of um, how things appear um, in the moment, how they appear really like, I'm really taking a break from this, and it's perceived in another way and how that's a place where I want to bring awareness in my life, how I'm uh, fooled in the way that I believe in perception as reality. I take, that's called delusion, taking what appears as solid, true, absolute, and then just checking with somebody else and wow, that take on reality is other. And that dense uh, that we live together in society on uh, interpretation of you know value, what is okay, what is not, and the complexity of navigating a world uh, in a group in a you know as a society when we live in a reality that is kind of flickering and um, things appear differently, even to ourselves, you know, how we rated from 1 to 10 this thing and how we will rate it from 1 to 10 in a few months, you know, how uh, it appears in the moment and changes. And to me, that's particularly um, touching to know that we live in a reality where there's so many visions of what, what is what and um, maybe it touches on um, um, what I find happen in the practice is um, something that seems to be emerging is uh, inner clarity or inner ethics. So maybe society presents a certain perception, of me or you, in your gender race uh, etc, and it's presented like this, this is reality, this is who has value, who has not who uh, and in practice, we learn to uh clarify for ourselves um, what is true and not true in the perception that are presented and um And what I like about uh, this being uh, aware in a physical way, like we were today in the sitting and in the moving, is um, is, it's not so conceptual. Maybe less conceptual than I am right now. Much more (laughs) less conceptual than I am right now. But the way um, that I really um, drove the point for me was a conversation I I was having with um, Dr. What's his name? Judson Brewer, who does a lot of research. MRI and all he presents all these you know cuts of the brain like this and like that to see and he was talking about um, you know how our minds and heart open in practice but through frontal cortex and all these things and I was saying to him I so don't relate to this because I hear this and then I forget it right after I can't Remember, is it the Neopartal Frontex <laughs> thing, you know? And he was saying, yeah, Pascal, because this, this is whole grain. This is empty calories. This is whole grain. <laughs> and I loved when he said this. I, and I said, yeah, because for me, you know, it's in the guts. It's, it's felt here and the ethics is here. If I'm about to do something that could be harmful to somebody and I can have enough... You know, feedback loop open. I'm not so disconnected in my ideas about things, and I feel some. I, here it's gonna tense, you know, like, no, no, you know, p- possible danger here. And so you were saying the practice we do, this practice, is to develop that kind of intelligence where it's felt, it's the skin's intelligence, it's the gut's intelligence, the heart intelligence, it's an intelligence that is uh, really much embodied. And so that's, the, I, that's what I understand that we're developing here. We're not thinking about things. We're trying to be awake in the middle of them and feel the repercussion. So we make the system uh, both uh, very vibrant, resonating, and also um, learn to give it um, stability, steadiness. It's not easy to do, but um, my sense is that's what we uh, have been doing here in the different ways in the sitting and in the dancing mm-hmm. uh, together, like uh, developing an intelligence, an, an ancestral intelligent that, intelligence that has not been promoted so much in the dominant culture, but that is there, in, uh, <laughs> it's been there in uh, many culture. Many cultures know that really, really well. And you might know this from your own experience or from your people, you know? Um, and that's what I understand we're doing here. We're not thinking. We're living things, and so uh, you know, for me, one way that it was showing up this uh, this kind of intelligence uh, or research or investigation inquiry was. Uh, um, it's just a little snippet here, is in the group as we were moving around. I would um, I would de- deliberately take a posture that was uh, kind of. Um, Uh, It was not in my heart, but I was put the body in a position of um, rejection or objection or disconnect just to see. And I was so impressed that, uh, you know, the group was moving over there and I would come and put myself like this on the column. And my experience was changing. I couldn't see reality in the same way, like just putting the body like, like this was suddenly people looked a little bit more like enemies. I was amazed by that and I knew I was doing it voluntarily, you know, in the spirit of research, putting my (laughs) body and also research for us, like I was wondering, how is it gonna impact the group? If I uh, put the body in that posture, you know, this maybe white uh, cis male body in that removed uh, posture, could I, and wow, no, it has an impact on my psyche. I don't know exactly the response over there, but on my psyche, it has an impact. Like I'm, the body as it. Anyway, so I'm, so I'm, thank you so much for allowing me to, uh, allowing us personally here, allowing me to explore this. And you're, um, Kate, you're making for me a link. You know, I've done a number of years of uh, theater school and a dozen years of acting. And they were they're a little bit separate worlds in my mind, and today, for me, there's a little link that uh, schism that is being broken, oh, so cool. it feels like the Dharma investigation can come in that uh, field of uh, you know being in a group and playing with form, changing the form and seeing how it impacts the the heart and the, yeah so voila.: <laughs> Thank you, yeah.